Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. I actually posted this call because it's interesting to me. It was the first call uh, that I did for clients on a recorded line for 2020. 2020 was such a pivotal year. And at this point in time, none of us knew that it was going to be so different of a year. But I thought it would be interesting for you all to take a listen as well, because it's great content and the timing was pivotal. Take a listen. I know that we're in the new year, and this is the number one time when people begin again, um, where people make their specific goals for the year. Everybody calls them something a little bit different. Tonight, I wanted to focus on new beginnings and what that's like and what you can do with that because everybody talks about that in the month of January. And as you may also have noted, if you haven't been on the call in a while, we did change the introduction. And I mean what I say in the introduction where I say every moment of every day, you get a chance to change. It's very true. And when we talk about new beginnings, that's exactly what I mean. Every day is absolutely a new chance to make a change in whatever way you want. So if you want to make a change in your life, if you want to make a change in your food, your weight, your relationship with food, every moment of every day, you get the choice to make that change and you can overcome what you had become and move into what you want to become. And so tonight, I really wanted to put a number of things in perspective around new beginnings. First of all, just so you know, if anybody else out there is a quote person, there are so many quotes on new beginnings out there. I was astounded. Amazing quotes, uplifting quotes. I just watched a really inspirational, uh, it, it was called a Motivation, New Beginnings, a Motivational Video for 2016. It was excellent. And there's, there is a quote upon quote upon quote that you can absolutely find all over when it comes to making a fresh start or a new beginning. For example, Mary Pickford had an excellent quote that said, you may have a fresh start any moment you choose. For this thing that we call failure is not the falling down, but the staying down. And that is so true when it comes to anything in life, but particularly when it comes to food. I have found forever that it's the people that keep getting up and fighting to change their relationship with their food. In whatever way that means for you, if that means getting back on track for that day, if it means changing your relationship with food, if it means eating less, if it means eating more fiber, whatever that means for you, 
that new beginning, the more that you keep getting up and making it happen and getting up and making it happen, the more that absolutely changes the input of success versus failure. You see, once you succumb to the feeling of failure and you stay down because of it, you train yourself that you can't handle it. That's why I believe failed dieting is so difficult for people to overcome that mindset. Because when we leave on a down note, so to speak, it trains our mind and our body that we can't complete that. In fact, as some of you know, I play tennis now. And every time that my team and I are practicing together, no matter what, we always make sure that last hit is a good hit. If we're practicing, can't always do it in the game, right? But in a, in a team, when we're practicing together, if we're practicing serves, if we're practicing volleys, that last hit, whatever it is, our coach will make us redo it. If we don't do it, good. If we don't get it over the net. Because when you leave on that high note, it reinforces that feeling, right? That we can do this. We got this. Yeah? And so when you... When you leave a diet, when people have left diets, on a down note, can't do it, was too hard, to this, to that, you train yourself and your body to stay down in that specific subject, whatever that might be for you. And then what happens is we get stuck. Our brain gets stuck. Our body gets stuck. And then we try again, we try again, we might try a different diet, a different exercise program, a different something or other. And if we leave on a down note, it does the same thing. So what I'm talking about today is making a new beginning. Any, every moment of every day, you have that chance. So if you fell off the plan, if you had a moment of, of laps, if you are recognizing that you have an emotional relationship with food that you didn't recognize before and you've got to dive into that, recognize that and you can change that every day just by making a step of progress. There is always stories about new beginnings and new creations, people that recreate themselves. You can see it all over the tabloids right now if you look at Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod right? For those of you who follow them, I do. I follow lots of celebrities. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little side. I don't have much time in my, in my off time, but when I do, I don't buy the magazines. I just look at them in the checkout counter, but you know, they're reinventing themselves. It's been really interesting for me to watch A-Rod, who was an amazing baseball player, had a downfall, absolutely. And his comeback now is this huge businessman and entrepreneur. In fact, I just saw him on Shark Tank. He's doing some really cool, amazing things and then also steps back in and helps community and his people. Madonna, at the age of 60, for those of you that remember Madonna, love Madonna. I love Madonna. I loved her in the 80s. For those of you that remember Madonna, she's back in the studio now at 60 years of age, reinventing herself once again. So you see, we all have that moment to make that change, right? And we all talk about goals and, and how to do them. And we'll talk about that on tonight's call. In some respects, I feel like making goals is an overplayed thing, but I am going to speak about it in some different ways. It, there is a vision that we need to create in order to start anew. 
right? If you're so stuck in the past and you don't have future vision, you have nothing to hold towards. So I do want to teach you about goals and where to go. Absolutely. But you've got to remember that the goal isn't everything. The action behind that, the feeling, the drive, the motivation, and the understanding and awareness is imperative with that. So we'll talk about a five-point plan of attack to really begin anew tonight and create that new beginning. And then as always, I'll open it up for questions and answers. So if you think about creating new beginnings, and we know it can happen. I've seen it happen with clients time and time and time again. I've had so many clients over the last 26 years try something new, different, a new plan, working with their food, eating different, trying to lose weight, and a slip-up happens. That's your choice right there where you can make that change, right? And to come back on board rather than falling all the way down the hill. So when we look at this piece, right, the first thing we always want to do in creating our new beginning is we want to decide what you want and when you want it by. Because that's what starts to create future vision. Now, if you're looking at losing weight, many of you on this call are, if you're doing that, for, for others of you, you may be in a maintenance phase, but deciding what you want and when you want it by is imperative. And it's not just a quote unquote goal. I hate the word because I feel like it actually decreases its importance. What we're really creating is future vision. That's what we all need to hold on to in creating a new beginning. What's it going to look like? Now, of course, you can create that SMART goal or what we call a SMART goal, S-M-A-R-T. For those of you that are not familiar with SMART goals, you can find a number of YouTube videos on them. But when we refer to SMART goals, they're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-oriented. What that means is we want those five components in the goal. So we want that goal to be very specific, very measurable, very attainable, and that's the part that I feel like sometimes gets out of play for people. I'll explain that in a second. Relevant and time-oriented. We want that goal to be all five of those things. When it comes to losing weight, right, it's very easy to get specific and measurable around the number of pounds you want to lose in a certain amount of time. We absolutely know that that can be done, right? So you want to go ahead and figure out what that SMART goal is and make it specific and make it measurable and how much do you want to lose in what amount of time. Your doctor might prescribe you a certain amount of weight that you can lose in a certain amount of time. If you then need to chunk that goal down more, then do that as well. So if it's a four-month goal or an eight-month goal, you can take that large goal and break it down backwards. So you have even micro goals under the macro goal. Yeah? 
make sure that what it seems like is attainable. Now, when it comes to certain plans, the truth is some things don't seem attainable. I've had patients tell me for years, oh, that can't happen. I see it happen time and time and time again, that our body can shed quickly if we're doing the right things for it. But make sure it's attainable for you, relevant and time-oriented, so make sure you get that time in there. But what I'm going to encourage everybody to think about as well is not just the number of not just the number of pounds that you want to lose, but maybe some other things when it comes to weight loss. For example, are you not sleeping well? And so are you only sleeping at two or three hours a stretch a night? If that's the case, then make your own goal around that. Your doctor may only give you a broad-based weight loss plan, you might discuss some other areas with your doctor about what you want to do with the other aspects of your health. When we look at weight loss, I look at things all the time like hormonal imbalances, hot flashes, inability to sleep, right? Energy levels, maybe anxiety, maybe depression. So in other areas of your life, where else can you make some goals? What else will your future vision look like? Well, it'll look like I have enough energy to get through my day without having to rely on coffee all day. It will look like I'll only drink one cup of coffee. I'll sleep eight hours straight a night. And I'll have enough energy to boost me through my whole day. You can take that vision and you can make that a goal. So you see, in order to begin again, we've got to have that future vision because that's what pulls us into the next dimension. When we try so hard to say, no, not going to do it, not going to go there, going to stop this, never going to overeat again, not going to eat any sweets, not going to do this, you know what winds up happening? We wind up doing it again and again. And again, because all you're focusing is on, on is what you don't want. But that pulls us towards that. When you create the future vision, what do you want it to look like? Where do you want it to bring you? What's gonna, that's going to be like? That creates the pull. I even further like for people to think about that future vision with respect to how they're going to feel emotionally. How are you going to feel physically? So I'm going to have a lot of energy. I'm going to be able to skip down the sidewalk. Right? I'm going to have enough energy that I'll be able to walk a half a mile, whatever that might be. And I also like for people to think about their emotional stability. What, what are their emotions like in the future? I'll be able to feel stable. I'll be able to laugh. I'll be able to actually feel the feeling of joy. Whatever that is, you see, those are really imperative. And that's what creates our future vision. People don't talk about SMART goals when it comes to that stuff. And I'm going to tell you, it's that stuff that makes our quality of life. It's that stuff that drives us into the future. We know it and we know where we're going. So when you think about those goals, create that future vision, move into your SMART goals with that. And that will create where you're going. Right, That enables you to take that into the next vision, your new beginning vision. Number two, after you do that, here's what you need to do. Consider the consequences. 
Now, many people don't do that. In fact, I work with people for years and years and years, and I've looked at thousands of goals, goals from business owners to 12-year-old girls. And what I always see is that many, many people don't put it into smart goal format, and many people don't put it into future vision. But what I never see is that people consider the consequences. So your second step in creating your new beginning is to consider the consequences. What will you have to do to get this? Will you need to give up something or change anything? Consider what those consequences might be. It doesn't mean that you have to let it let you down, pull you back. What it means is that you have to consider those so that then the third step is to really assess those obstacles. And on every level, I'm going to talk through a bunch of these because when it comes to obstacles and weight loss, there are, I've worked with so many clients for 26 years, I don't know if I can hear an obstacle that I haven't heard yet. Sometimes there are real severe obstacles in the physical format, and other times they're real emotional obstacles. Get very clear on whether yours is an emotional, behavioral, or physical obstacle, because I don't feel like that's what people are clear on. It's just hard to prep my food every day. That's not a physical obstacle. Unless you're in a wheelchair and you really have a physical impairment that makes it difficult for you to get up and down the stairs or to the grocery store, right? That's either a behavioral obstacle or an emotional obstacle for you. So understand what the obstacle is. Not just food prepping, but it could be that your obstacle lies that you, in your environment. Do you need to change what your environment looks like, what it feels like? what it means to you, how it feels. Do you need to change people in your life? And it doesn't mean you have to say goodbye forever. It might mean that you just don't go out to eat with certain people. There are people in the world that don't want to see you thrive. And it's not because they're bad people. It almost has nothing to do with you. It has more to do with them and their insecurity. So really assess those obstacles and see if there's people in your life that you need to shift to the side for now and not eat with them. Maybe you need to change support systems. Maybe you need to add some supportive people in there. Maybe there are some emotional obstacles and you need to find some resources to help you with those. Writing those obstacles down is imperative because when we put things in black and white, we really see that. Fourth is to make a plan and prioritize. So if you're working with a weight, current weight loss plan and you're not in a maintenance phase, and the truth is in making that plan, you, you have that, but there may be other things you need to make a plan around. Do you need to make a plan around food prepping, grocery shopping, who you can and can't go out with, what that will look like, who's going to be your support people, where are you going to get your emotional resources, what's that going to look like, can you start journaling? Right, so make a plan, a full plan, engage and then prioritize so that you know where you need to step every step of the way. And then number five, and this is not to be understated, assess what's happened every day objectively, objectively. 
And I mean that. And it doesn't mean you get a gold star or you did terrible, awful, you're a failure. I'm talking about objectively, just like you may have been, you know, measured on a test when you were in elementary school. Okay, did this really well? I could have improved here. You know, where are my needs for improvement, right? And then where did I thrive today? What am I doing nicely? Every night before bed, finding gratitude for one thing. I've listened to more things in the last three weeks that point more and more to gratitude and the change that that does for the rewiring of our brain. There's a whole lot more research that's going to be coming out on that. So what would it be like to give yourself a little bit of gratitude for something that you did that day with your food or your weight? or your energy, maybe you've got better energy, and that's attributed to the fact that you made some changes, right? So assessing every day objectively, and then finding gratitude for one thing. All of this enables you to create that future vision. And that's what will allow you to really thrive in this new beginning where you're going and what it looks like. There's a great quote that says, don't look back. You are not going that way. And I love that because it's so true, right? You're not going behind you and you can't drive your car while you're looking in the rear view mirror. There's a great story by a pastor on one of Oprah's last podcasts, as many of you may have heard me. I listen to her regularly. I listen to a lot of podcasts regularly. And pastor came on, and if I can think of his name, I'll tell you. But he was talking about how so many of us are driving our car and our life forward, but we're just staring and we're stuck in the story, looking behind us in the rearview mirror. Try it. Try driving your car while looking in the rearview mirror and see how many minutes it takes you to hit something else. Well, maybe I shouldn't tell you that, <laughs> right? And that's what the pastor said too. Don't try it, right? But just get the visual. So please, in order to really move forward and create these new beginnings, you've got to look forward and not look back in your rearview mirror. It is time to overcome what you have become so that you can really come here to become what you need to be. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.